Viewer discretion is advised. All activities performed in-game and are fictitious. Arcade magic is not to be used lightly and by amateurs. All magic performed in this show was performed by an expert. Feel free to try this at home. As many as eight creatures hide in extra dimensional space. Okay. Yeah, so that's, that's pretty much it. Summed up. You summon a little thing in the, in the ceiling and you like clamp the ladder into it and it's like a spot. It's like, you need at least five feet of rope. Yeah, you need some rope. As uh, your spell components. Uh, I think you, it's one hour per level. Oh, that's annoying. Uh, I'm not going to worry about that. I'm just going to say that it's eight hours of sleep so you guys can just get a full night's sleep in it. Cool. But it's never going to be, like, more than that. But it's never going to be less. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you can't just, like, use it to outlast the war. I'm going to go just go hide my extra-dimensional right. space for forever. <laughs> Bye, guys. Dude. They were all wondering where what happened to Anne. <laughs> she was just hiding in a hole the whole time. You didn't die, you're just still hiding. Uh, That's hilarious. <laughs> oh, yeah. The next day, you guys um, spent the morning real quick searching the area after waking up and discovered the location of what you believe is the abandoned house that um, you are supposed to uh, take these supplies to. Um, so right now, you guys have a couple things that you could potentially do. You could go shopping around the city and look around. You guys could head to the temples and you spend some more gold. You could check out the abandoned house and try to set like a trap for the were-rats there or something after you guys deliver the supplies. And the last thing that you guys can do is you can follow up on what the cleric, uh, the undead cleric from, the, from beneath the temple of St. Cuthbert was rambling on about, something about the Sinner Sanctum, which you guys know is in the Sunrise District, um, underneath uh, which, and it is a, uh, which is in the Sunrise District, and it is a, oh, am I even recording this right? No, I'm not. Um, <clears throat> right now, uh, you guys have just woken up from uh, sleeping in the bar. Did you guys sleep at the bar with Baracus? Or did you guys probably go back to the manor and then sleep? Yeah, we're gonna not sleep. Right. Yeah. So you guys probably sleep. You guys go back to the manor and sleep, and then um, you. And then I believe that last week you decided that in the morning you were going to go out and search and found the location of the Sinner Sanctum and the abandoned house. Um, so we're talking about Pillar Extor. Yeah, that Did was we, that was where we needed to go. The next two that we needed to check out. Is there a reason yeah. for going to Extors? I don't I want to stop by express Paylor, desire no. in uh, saying hi to Poppy. Yeah, Paylor. 
Claudio, if you guys want to, if you want to, like, try to persuade the party to go and stop by the Temple of Pavor real quick before we do one of these more main quest storylines, the Temple of Pavor is in the Sunrise District, uh, the same district that the Sinner Sanctum is in. So you guys could theoretically right. do that at the same well, time. Let's, well, let's do both of those things then. It seems like a good direction to head in. Um, so you guys make your way through the city, um, and you guys have the, you know, the same uh, harassment from people handing you out flyers and political, you know, their their political propaganda. Garbage. And um, no one cares what you have to say. Garbage. And you know, there's buskers like you know playing music on the street. People, you know, there's a dude telling jokes for money. Buskers busking. Um, so you guys make your way to through the sunrise to the sunrise district, and it's um. It's probably about, I want to say noon. It's just getting to noon as you guys um, round this corner of this bustling city street and um, you guys uh, are, you guys come in to witness this scene of, um, you guys round the corner to see the Temple of Pelor, not as you quite imagined it would be. Um, instead of um, people, you know, going in to know worship and you know pray in front of the you know the statue of the sun god you see clerics and priests of Pavor standing behind tables laden with coins with papers and notes people go up to them and they seem to be you know exchanging money for livestock which they take up to the temple and sacrifice on the altar the and which is just Rain, driblets of blood are just coming down the steps. Probably. Seem very pale or light. Um, and these and these clerics and um, clerics and priests there are, are happily money changing for these um, the peasants who are coming to the sun god. Um, and you see these people, and they're kind of just like, you know, a lot of them are waiting in line impatiently. Some of them already have animals that they're bringing to the temple. Some of them are purchasing them. And you see this. Uh, very strange sight, Eric. You are kind of weirded out. It doesn't really feel very Pavorian to you. Typically, uh, pay, you know, in the way that you remember the temple, it was one of these places of charity, and you kind of like they used to give out, you know, uh, food to the poor and give out healing for free. And you can see that these guys are not doing that at all. They are. They just want sacrifices, those motherfuckers. Bitches. Yeah. Probably taking the meat bag and eating it themselves, right? Oh man, I don't want this stew. Death stew. You know, people are, you know, and he's like blessing people by just like slapping them in the face. And, by the sun, gla- sun god uh, of Leo or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that um, makes me think of. Eric, make a, uh, make a perception check. Okay. Um, 23. You can feel your mace. Getting really warm and hot. Go my gut here. Gonna gonna raise the mace up to Paylor's light and hope that it shines beams down on the evil priests that clearly shouldn't be worshiping Paylor. Um, Rose, I'll bring your boyfriend back to life. <laughs> <laughs> Eric, you grab a hold of the the mace. Uh, just start to like raise it in the air, and it's too hot for you to hold. 
All right, well, I'm just going to take it as Paylor tapped me on the shoulder there. Hey, can you go do something about this? Right, that's kind of, that's okay. kind of the idea, I think. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you try to, like, grab hold of the mace, and, like, you, you can't really do it, and you, like, wrap it around in some cloth, and you, like, go to hold on to it, and it's the heat goes right through the cloth. Like, it's not, like... Shielding it. Yeah, it is this divine heat, and it's... And you kind of have this feeling that it, like... That Paylor wants you to do something about this, but not necessarily... Violently? Alright, alright. I'm going to slap myself up with some of this glitter of brilliance. So I get get that nice Paylor glow. (laughs) (laughs) You throw some glitter up in the air. (laughs) I'm fabulous. (laughs) Um, I guess I'm gonna walk up to uh, the guy slapping people in the form of blessings. Slapping them. Right across the face. Oh, my... My my good son, have you come to see the blessings of the light? Oh, I know the blessings of the light. (laughs) I'm just wondering, uh... Why you're beating the crap out of people instead of helping them. Oh, the, this is the Lord's work. We take their money and they they are allowed salvation. This is this is what the people desire. This is what the Lord desires. We are doing God's work. I've been doing Paylor's work for all my life, and it usually involves <laughs> giving out money. I don't know how badly I want to speak for Paylor, because that just doesn't seem like a good idea. Fucking tables. Jesus Christos. I don't know what kind of fucking language that is. But <laughs> it's something. In my experience, I've, I've met a few, uh, few you dirty priests, and this is not Paylor's way. You are taking advantage of these people. I don't appreciate it. We're not taking advantage of these people. These people are coming for prayers. Be gone! Be go- you are no, you are no uh, warrior of the light. You are a, a ruse, a faker. Be gone! Alright, I'm going to turn on the crowd and... Stop wasting your animals on these people! Stop letting them beat you! Paylor loves you, no matter what you do. Just do right by your fellow man, and you will receive Paylor's blessing. Uh, make, a, make a charisma check here. Versus this guy's charisma check. He's going to be like, Yeah, this is this guy. He has an owl on his head. <laughs> wait, so charisma intimidate check? Uh, sure, that's fine. All right. If you, oh, wait, if you, are you going to take it? from the owl bear? Um, or, <laughs> <laughs> I guess I wouldn't be intimidate. I, I don't know what's... Just what's your check? diplomacy? Would that work? I got a plus six on diplomacy. Alright, diplomacy. (coughs) Charisma. I'm gonna gonna use my my re-roll for the day. (laughs) Immediately. Oh, Oh, we rolled the same exact thing. Alright, I got an 11. Nice. You you are uh, not able to really dissuade this crowd, and some of them are kind of like mocking you, and like... They're like, hey, what do you know about the light? What do you know about what Paylor wants? And you see the sun, and the the sun kind of like go away as like the clouds kind of form in front of the sun a little bit. And uh, you hear you hear like a little clap of thunder a little bit. And these these people are, and the priest is like, yeah, you're a you're a bum. <laughs> Get out of here. I'm gonna turn on down the priest. <laughs> 
Okay, make a turn on dead shit. <laughs> Shine Pillar's light in his eyes. Uh, or I could just cast light in his eyes. <laughs> 16 on the turn check. Do you want a damage roll? I could shoot him in the face with a fire arrow and <laughs> probably blind him. What you going to do? Turn on the dead check. Uh, 16. 16. Okay, roll... <laughs> roll a turn... Yeah, roll turning the damage. You you see the priest, you see him like like he's like yelling at the crowd and then like you like you you raise up your holy symbol and you're like by the light be gone and the and the clouds part just enough for the for the sun to shine <laughs> down onto you Eric and this guy and this guy stops in his tracks and you see him like shudder a little bit and you see some of his skin start to, like, like, melting off. And he's like, It's all a lie! We made it up so we can make money! And he, like, <laughs> fucking starts running away as his skin's, like, melting off. You see, like, money changers are freaking out, and people start uh, flipping tables, <laughs> and the, the blessed angels start flying down in, and, or, and you see the watchers are just, like, they start beating up people and tables are getting everywhere. Make some um, <laughs> make some hide escape checks to get out of this riot that you have just created by revealing that this priest of Palor is in fact a sham. A sham. Oh, I, am. I honestly didn't expect you to figure that out like instantly. <laughs> I got a 17 on my hide check. <laughs> okay, yeah. Uh, what, what else have you got? I got a 21 in my high check. Okay, Rob's doing good. Uh, doing his Rob thing. Can I just say that that was supposed to be, like, a thing that's revealed, like, a lot farther away in this game? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm not mad that it happened, but I do have to fucking change some shit. <laughs> By the light of Baylor, what? Solve this uh, mystery. Oh, just just ruined a quest chain. Uh, Eric, why don't you why don't you take two authority points <laughs> for solving the mystery, and you both can take one each. <laughs> and there are going to be some radical changes happening in the Temple of Palor in the next week or two. <laughs> um, you might want to like change up your owl bear hat. Or something. I'm guessing that as you like run away, you like take it off and like hide it under your cloak. I'll throw it in my backpack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just for now. I guess it's not really your fault. Like you didn't really do anything wrong. You didn't even really Just attack expose him. Expose them. Right. So I guess they're not really looking for you. Okay. Looking for the melting I mean, bag. Yeah. But I, I but I do think that the watchers probably know of you and who you are now have a good idea of who you are and like know you as like a troublemaker at this point like, stick and do gooder I mean you guys have beat up a set of guards with Octo Spearman at this point and Octo Spearman beat up a set of guards <laughs> <laughs> and hey we we were there yeah, you guys got some good shots in. Yeah. he wouldn't have been able to take all of them out if you guys hadn't so all right. he's only got eight marks <laughs> I lose <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't actually have eight marks but that's yeah, his ultimate form is Shiva <laughs> Final form. You guys duck around some alleys and down out of the out of this newly formed riot. Um, you make your way in what direction you believe is the center sanctum. Um, why don't you guys make some survival checks or some search checks to find the place? 
you have a very pretty good idea of what it is. Ooh, I rolled a mat twenty. So twenty nine. Don't don't worry about it. You okay. so Suzanne's like I think it's over here, and you guys turn a corner, and it's literally right in front of you. As you guys walk into this kind of ramshackle building, it's um, it's made of stone, and it kind of resembles an old church that's been kind of like rehabilitated into a pseudo hospital, a World War Two timey like church now that's now got like hospital beds in it and stuff for the sick. But these sick aren't gonna make it. These people come here to die. And as you guys, like, walk in, this wave of the stench of death, like, pretty much overtakes you immediately. And the matron of the place, a crooked old woman with a hobbled old back, so twisted that she could hide in a shadow of a corkscrew. <laughs> Hey guys, it's me, Gabe, your DM, your host, and your fairy godmother. Get in the pumpkin carriage! You're going to the ball! You're gonna have a good time, and you're gonna be back by midnight! This week's episode was brought to you by Nefarious Apothecarium. Looking for elixirs of life, poisons and potions, bloodletting and premium leeches? Check us out online. The poisons are red, the healing potions are purple, and green, um, necromancy, purple, means nature, uh, hold on. Make sure to check out our book and our new graphic novel. You can find those at your local bookstore or online at our website. Real quick, I just wanted to give a shout out to a few people in the RL, um, including the Steadwells. Thank you guys so much once again for that. Thank you guys the best. Eric the Man, you can follow him on Instagram. That's Chaboy Eric Dixon, currently playing on our show. Follow him at A R I K T H E M A N, Eric the Man. Also, real quick, just once again, want to give a shout out to Vanilla Dice. Don't miss out on more exciting adventures when you're waiting for updates of your other fun shows. These guys really go the extra mile, even as far as doing like holiday episodes, which I thought was really fucking cool and really funny. If I could just ask you all to please like, share, and subscribe to the show, tell your friends. Um, I recently learned that we are on Google Podcasts. I'm not sure how that happened, um, but we're up. So even if you have an Android or some other kind of phone that doesn't necessarily get iTunes, you should be able to share the show with your friends on Google Podcasts and other places. Uh, I even found us on Podcaster. didn't put us up there. But if that's one of the outlets that you use to listen to the show, please, please, please feel free to tell your friends and share the episodes as much as you like. Thank you so much. Hope you enjoy it. walks up to you, and she's, you know, one eye, half-closed, frizzy brown hair, tangled in knots, she's got a, a hospital mask on, and she's like, oh, what, what can I help you with? You don't look at your need of the sweet services of the queen. Sorry, this side. I can't we're we looking for the house of sin. Because, okay, so you guys were coming to check out this place because, right, the ghoul said something about something a place hidden under the Sinner Sanctum, and this is the same guy who wrote the book that you guys found on Glen where we're at, which was talking about a secret society ruling Greyhawk. 
and the Baron wanted you guys to look into this because he was a little bit weirded out by it. Okay. Sorry, sorry for the recap. No, it's cool. So this this crooked old woman is like, you know, how how can I help you? What you don't look like you're in need of a bed. We're looking for some uh, some some fish larvae or sorry some fly larvae. You know, you know maybe maybe some maggots. You know, we're wondering if you uh, you had any we could have. Um. So, if you got, she's like, uh, oh no, we we don't have any maggots around here. This place is too clean for that. And you can you can see that it is is not because there are flies buzzing around there. <laughs> there's like a dead body like three feet from you guys that has like maggots growing in um, and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Um, this room is is fairly large. Um, probably like, um, I want to say 50 feet across, 100 feet deep down to, and you know, it's got a very large vaulted ceiling. Um, in the back, you guys can see some, like, some, some double doors and then, like, that probably lead to some side rooms or something. I'm gonna detect evil on the, I guess, her and the area. She, she does not detect evil, but you do detect, when you start using your paladin senses to look around, Eric... Um, you you do detect something weird going on. Um, it's like there's a flow of some kind of energy, like divine energy. Um, and it's like you can kind of you can if you like sit for a second and like focus on it, you can almost like see these trails coming from these dead bodies and from these you know sick people, leading to. Um, the center of the room, and then they go down into down into the floor. That sounds like uh, some secret society shit. Suzanne, you're really grossed out by this place and this woman, and you don't really notice anything except this <laughs> awful fucking stench. You rolled a two. Not bad. Yeah. It's gross. Place is nasty, guys. Uh, if you guys wish to make any donations, that would be uh, lovely. The queen has promised to send more potions of remove disease as soon as she can afford the expense. It's only been four years. I'm sure she'll be able to soon. Does remove disease work on these people? I mean, I'm You're asking not her. Um, she's like, of course it does. When we have them. How many people walk away afterwards? She, she, she she's like, um, well, mostly people can't walk when they come in here. How many people leave? Not in the body bag. Uh, fewer than come in. A <laughs> <laughs> sense motive. You roll up eleven. You you spend you try to like talk to this woman a little bit about like what she does here and like what's going on and she seems pretty uh, genuine that she um, takes care of the sick people here. Um, she. Uh, looks a little, like, little off to the point where you guys, um, you guys think that she's probably not too hard to confuse or befuddle because she, like, t- walks over to one person and is like, oh, I'll get your medicine, and then goes and gets it and then gives it to a different person. Um, she's, like, calling people by the wrong names, and she, like, introduce yourselves and she's like mixing up she's like calling like you're like oh my name's Kronk and she's like oh it's nice to meet you Kronk 
You know, she is not really all there. Not competent. I'm... Yes, that's a restoration on her. Okay. Um, but you cast you cast lesser restoration on her, and it doesn't. She doesn't see. It doesn't seem to have any effect. Uh, she's a little invigorated in for a minute, like she drank a Red Bull. She gets really <laughs> weird and crazy. Oh, uh, she crashed too. <laughs> yeah. Um, and she, you know, you do that, and she really starts rambling and like starts going on about how much she loves the queen, how she'll be coming to visit soon. She promised to come just just a little while ago. And I'm sure, and how she's sure that she'll be sending more potions of her mute disease really soon. Real, real soon. She's sure. She's talking about the Raven Queen? Yeah. Like the, the lead maggot queen. Well, that's what I was asking. Is it, um, it's, not, it's not the maggot queen. Is this the maggot queen? Uh, you are you don't know yet, not sure. My gut says the Raven Queen is the Maggot Queen. Are we sure this is this is the Sinner's Sanctum? Yes, this is that's what this place okay, is. So that's the name of this place. This sick under house. conspiracy colony is under the Sinner's Sanctum. Well, you're not you're not really sure. Rorse's ramblings were pretty yeah. incoherent. You guys got out of it that there was something going on underneath the Sinner's Sanctum. It had something to do with a conspiracy to control the government, and it had something to do with some weird reptilianoid shit, which you know is some garbage. So, and most of the rest of what he said was a lot of random. He mentioned something about a mother maggot who is, you know, this mysterious cloaked figure. Are, are any of the sick people here, like, conscious? A few of them, maybe. You're going to look around and try to talk to somebody? Yeah, can I roll gather information? Yeah, do a gather information check. Next is a 23. See if okay. they have seen anything suspicious in the air, anything weird. Um, so you got you go up to one dude who's like got horrible burns from like oh, from like falling in a bucket of tar or something, and he's just like all bandages, and um, you go up to him and you're like you know. Has anything weird been going on or whatever? Yeah. You know, and he's like, you know, he, he he's only got one eye that's not bandaged up and his, and his mouth, and he looks at you, he's like, there's definitely some weird stuff going on. I, uh, I don't know if I want to be involved. They was, they was all cloaked. They came in and cast some kind of sleeping spell. They called... They called the old woman Mother Maggot. They took something out, out of the basement. It was a monster. I, I can't, I can't describe it. I was just pretending to be asleep and I, 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 I need to rest. I don't, I don't want to be involved. Claudio, what's your plan? All right, all right. Uh, I'm going to lay out hands on him for five points. Uh, you heal him and he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to walk again. <laughs> he, he's, it's not like he can walk again. This dude has, like, fucking magic fucking rabies or some shit. Like, I don't know. He, no, he got tar burned. Okay, remember? Yeah, right, he got tar burned. You're right. Never mind. He's fine now. 
I'll be fine in a few days. <laughs> um, but so as you as you guys are kind of like formulating this plan and healing this guy, um, a few the door opens behind you, and the, a trio of clerics of Weejas enter. You recognize them by their red robes and their holy symbols of Weejas, which is a fiery haired one. They collect the dead bodies that the ones, especially with the maggots in them. They walk out. They like eye you guys a little bit. And like one of them like points at you, Eric. Yeah, I think that's the guy. They they, they collect the dead bodies in the week. Blessings of Paylor. That's rolled on Dan Ouija's. Would, would you mind if I cast Paylor's blessing on this place? You know, go and bless all the corners of the of all the rooms. Oh. Make sure Paylor's light's gonna you know, cover the whole area. Um, she's like, oh, of, of course, of course. That seems that seems fine. I don't know. No, she, she's all, she's fine with it. You can go and do what you're trying to do. All right. Uh, wave my hands around in every corner. Blessings of Baylor. While Rob looks around, throw some water on. Nice. Right. I'm gonna go uh, check out the basement. Okay. So, um, Eric, why don't you make a uh, like a charisma diplomacy check, some kind of check to like distract this woman as. Rob and Suzanne, are you going to try to sneak into this basement as well? Nat 20. <laughs> yeah, I guess I'd go down with him. Okay, so um, Eric does a great <laughs> job blessing this place. And you, I mean, I'm going to actually try and bless it if yeah, I can, too. No, yeah, I, and I mean, you rolled a nat, you rolled a nat 20. Like, you actually bless this place. Some of the people like feel better. Um, you can see like light shining into the windows and stuff. And the one dude who you laid on hands. Multiple angles, possibly. Yeah. <laughs> There's three suns out there. Yeah, from, from both, from all directions. It doesn't yeah. even make sense. Um, Borderline terrifying. And, and, every, you know, and people, you know, people are, they're all like cheering you a little bit. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, and the, uh, the lady, she's like, oh, yeah, this is, what a, what a good day! And, you know, she goes over and checks the donation thing. She's like, oh my! I, I'm going to go and get lunch for everybody! Will you watch this place well till I get back? <laughs> and she's, you got it! <laughs> she scoops up the, the coins and she, you know, goes out to McDolan's, the, you know, the local food place. <laughs> local it's quick. Is she? Yeah. <laughs> McDolan's. It'll um, make you poop. <laughs> Which is what half of these people need. Um, <laughs> so, you guys are able to sneak into this thing, right. and you give this blessing, and Jimbo, the guy who's crippled, he's like, no, no I'll, I'll keep an eye out and shout if she comes back. He gives you a thumbs up. Like, he can't move his arm, really, but he just, like, puts his thumb up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. I'm going to lay on hands for one point on his thumb. <laughs> It's a, it's a vigorous thumb. It's a vigorous thumbs up. His thumb feels excellent. Yeah. <laughs> he's no it's longer, a perfectly healthy thumb. Yeah, he's no longer got tendonitis. Yeah. <laughs> so you guys make your way into the back of this yes. church. And it looks it looks pretty normal. Uh, as far, it's like a, there's like a little bedroom where you think the old woman sleeps. And then there's a storeroom with some supplies and like a little bathroom with like a fountain some water, water stuff or whatever. Um, and why don't you guys make some perception checks? Imagine I'm staying out front, right? Yeah, for oh, the moment. Yeah. 
I got a 25. Whatever. Remember, guys, we got, we got them earbuds and messaging. It's not going too crazy. Yeah. You got a 25, Rob? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> almost that 20. <laughs> you, you are pretty easily able to, like, go under into this storeroom and go into, like, and, and, like, pull on the fucking nozzle of the sink and, like, twist the handle and, like, the fucking wall opens up. <laughs> and it reveals this, um, this domed, um, this room that has, like, a domed arch ceiling um, and a, um, and it's to reveal a 25-foot-wide room with a domed ceiling chamber uh, made of red bricks and lined with stone beams uh, that arch to a point directly overhead. It looks uh, kind of like um, like a well is in the center of this, but it's just a hole in the floor, and you can see that there's like a rope ladder that okay. leads down into this pit. All right. What else? Oh, here we go. Check it out. A 15-foot-wide um, pit yawns at the end... Oh, wait, no, 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 that's not right. It's not yet. Sorry. Almost. All right, well, let's, uh... I'm gonna, I'm gonna... You're down there with me. Yeah. All right, so you know. Do we want to get Claudio down here? And go down the... Hit in the middle of the room. Did you guys find anything? Hey, loser. <laughs> found a big ass hole in the ground with a ladder into it. Want to check it out? If you guys all want to go into this secret chamber in the back of this place, you guys totally can. Um, you'll you'll have enough time or whatever. Or she'll just assume we've left. I probably yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's also pretty fucking crazy. Old crazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> She's gonna go to Mac Dolan. Hi. All right, well, that's me here. Beep boop bop. By the voice of uh, Paylor over here in the corner, he, he says, "Probably okay if we uh, go down that hole." You guys go down this short rope ladder, which is about fifteen feet down, and it leads you into um, this small room that's maybe about fifteen a fifteen foot wide circle, and there's a hallway that leads down it. In the in this small hallway, you think that there there are like alcoves, like carved into the sides, and in them uh, you see what look like long dried up reed mats that look like prayer mats or some kind of like sitting maybe sleeping mats. Down this hallway, just beyond these these, these four alcoves, you can see a uh, a fifteen foot wide pit that ends at this short passage. The walls are not lined with bricks, caked with mold like the rest of this place. It is, it is instead lined with what look like body parts. But this 300 foot deep well is strange. It's covered with not human body parts, but body parts of what look like humans made of machines. Suzanne, make a perception. Ooh, I finally rolled a Suzanne, your senses are going haywire, starting to like crackle. You can feel like the magical power of this place, 
is somehow stronger, and you know that all your spells are going to be next. Treat all the spells that you cast right now as next ones. This might be a nice place to be. <laughs> um, and you can feel some really, really strange energies and things coming down, and it feels like flowing down and down and into this pit that's in front of you guys down this hallway. You think that this pit is where uh, Eric said that they find energy, so you can sense this strange combination of both arcane and divine magic combining 